Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. That was a great dinner. So great. Wait, where'd you park the car? Oh, the one I just sold at Carvana. What? When did you do that? When you were still looking at the menu. I went on Carvana.com and all I had to do was enter the license plate or VIN, answer a few questions, and got a real offer in seconds. They picked up the car already? No, I parked around the corner. But they are picking it up tomorrow and paying me right on the spot. Oh, no wonder you picked up the check. Yeah, about that. Uh, thought we were going halvesies. Sell your car to Carvana. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to get a real offer in seconds. Ladies and gentlemen, you tuned in. New episode, Music is a Love Language. I'm your host, Clint Coley, uh, a.k.a. Hardest Working Man in Show Business, a.k.a. The People's Champion, a.k.a. Coach Clint, a.k.a. Mr. Herm's son. All right, real quick, like I told y'all, right? I don't have nothing to promote right now. No, I'm not on tour, no shows, nothing like that. But what I will say is this, fellas, Black men especially. If you listen to this podcast, hey, my man, go to the doctors. Motherfuckers always want to talk about, oh, I got a job, and I got a 401k, and I make this much, and I make that much. I don't care how much you make if you're not going to be here. Does that make sense? I don't care how much you make if you're not going to be here. Go to the doctors, get checked out, all right? And I'm not talking about just talking about your penis. I'm talking about everything. Get your heart checked out. Get your lungs checked out. Get your body right, my guys, all right? Health is wealth, man. That's what I want to preach to y'all. That's all I'm saying. And eat better. I'm eating better. You know what I mean? I'm down 15 pounds. I put on a lot of weight, being depression, but I came in depression, but I came back. You know what I'm saying? I'm changed my diet. It's changed my life just a little. I'm not one, I'm not vegan. I just want to throw that out there. I'm not vegan. I'm not vegan, but go to the doctors, get checked out. You're getting older. Your health is important. All right. Um, man, Nick is on the podcast today. What man. up? What up? Also, go to the doctor. It's sexy. Going to the doctors is sexy. I'm telling you, women love when you go to the doctor. So if you wait, wait so you're telling me if I'm a, telling you right, <laughs> how, if you hollering at a woman, you're like, yeah, I just got back from the doctor. They said the heart and everything is good. <laughs> you in there, bro? I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Yo, is that? No, I think that's. I think that's true though. That's a, uh, I think if you on the phone with a chick, like, yo, what you doing right now? I'm about to go to the doctors. I'm about. Oh, what you? You okay? Like, yeah, you know, I just. I, I take just, my health seriously. I'm just getting checked up. <laughs> I promise you, you in there. That's it. Yeah, that's definitely it. Yeah. Women yeah. fuck with that. You right. Yes, you right. You right. Damn, niggas is going to the doctors to get bitches. Like that's. Crazy. I'm saying, hey, it's a. You know, you win in both ways. Right. So <laughs> that's a. So, <laughs> that's a damn shame. But if it, if it helps you. Cause you know women be caring about our well being though. Yeah. Real rap. That's that's the number one thing I noticed. Like women really do be like, "Yo, babe, like, what's up with you, man? Being it, why you not at the doctors? Right. You know what I'm saying? So I get it. And who doesn't like to fuck responsible people? Yo, that is facts. That's right there. Who doesn't want to have sex with responsible people? Jesus Christ, Number man. Number one on my list. <laughs> <laughs> but sorry to derail my introduction. That's crazy. <laughs> we going back to the whole, this is the whole podcast. Nigga. <laughs> let's, get, let's get into it. All right, real quick. All right, so my man Nick, first of all, I just want to tell y'all how we met, right? So Nick used to be the manager at Helium Comedy Club out in Portland. Yep. Um, one of the only black managers in the country, you know what I'm saying? Unfortunately. And, uh, yeah, unfortunately. And every time that I came to uh, Helium, he always treated me with respect, always treated me with love. So I was like, hey, man, you know, any, when you, you know, he's like, yo, man, I'm planning on moving to L.A., blah, 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 blah. I said, yo, you move to L.A., dog, hit me up. He hit me up. Here we are. Yep. Let's talk. So a couple of weeks ago, I did a, I did the podcast on 2000s R&B and the story of 2000s R&B. And everybody's been asking, Clint, when are you going to touch on 90s R&B? And I've been trying to stay away from it because 90s R&B is constantly overplayed, overhyped, overused. Like, And when I say that, I mean it's popular now. Yeah. 90s R&B now is it's like a fad. And it kind of sometimes turns me off. Not to say that I don't love the music. I love 90s R&B. To me, 90s... I'm going to say this. This is no debate, in my opinion. 90s R&B is the greatest era of R&B, period. I think it's the greatest era of music. Ooh. Because if you're talking about- I'll give you that. Like I will give you that. changes in music- I'll give you that. I'll give you that. sales and all I'll that. give you that. 90s is crazy for I'll give all you that. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. So with that being said, we're going to tell the story of 90s R&B today. We're going to try. But we're not going to tell it with artists. This time- if somebody says, some, let's just say, somebody comes from a different universe. They don't know what R&B, they don't have R&B in their universe. They hear R&B here and they're like, oh, what's this? 
And you said you got to tell them the story of 90s R&B using seven albums. What albums makes the list? What albums do not make the list? Now, we only got seven. All right. We got to agree. Before we d- finish on the list, we need to we, let's let's line them up. Let's figure out what we who's who's going, who's staying. Nick, you a guest on my podcast? Yeah. First album that comes to mind, talk to me. Who's on? Who do you got? Okay, so this is where I'm gonna get complicated. Give me one. Just I just need one right now. <sighs> uh, Miseducation of Lauren Hill. Yeah. There's nothing complicated about that. I have no objections to that. I think most people would agree with that, regardless of, I mean, it came out in 98, but but let's be real. That is the gold standard of, excuse me, right, of music. I mean, so it's, it, that's but the it gold, did That's win, one of the gold standards of it music. It did win its Grammy for hip hop, right? So that's what I'm saying, where it gets kind of weird. Most most and, people most people consider that an RB album. And if I'm going back, I don't like all the skits on it. I like the skits. Do actually. you really? I like the skits. I like when it's like the song's over and you're like, oh man, we ch-. and I'm like, ah, just go to the next. Song. I love that. Okay, I all love right, it because right. it, it 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 follows the education theme exactly. Like they're in class. Like one of my favorite skits on the album is, yo, do you know what love is? Right, right. And then this one girl, like like. It, it, she sounded like maybe no more than like 15, 16, but she was like, yeah, well, you know, you love that person for who for he who he or she is and what he or she do and what he or she, and we like, like and, I'm, and I'm not saying she was spitting bars of facts, but at that time. Well, also, this is where it gets weird for me is that yeah. I've le- listened to these albums over and over and over yes. and over and over. Yes. So I'm trying to remember like, hey, listen to this for the first time. You're like, right. oh shit, this is fantastic. Right. right. So that's where I think we're going to have fun with this. Where you're right. Because like, if you put it on now, I'm like, turn it off. Right. I'm good. Right. Here's my thing with the, the miseducation. You can't tell the story of R&B without that album. 100% not. 90s, 80s, 70s, 60s, I don't care, 2000s, like any era, you can't tell the story of R&B without that album. I mean, it's probably, I think, yeah, top it's, it's five the, it's, R&B album of all period. time. It's period. The, it's the yeah. impact. It's the, like, again, again, you know my, you know my criteria. Yeah. Impact. Influence. Uh, you know, moving the genre forward. It did everything. I mean, she built a 30-year career off of one album. What? <laughs> Facts. So, like, Facts. So right. we don't need to, yeah. So we already talked That's about, it. okay. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. boom. All right, I'll give you an album. Go ahead. All right. Give me, let me, let's, let's throw, let's, let's, let's start it off. Give me, uh, give me, give me Brown Sugar. Okay. By D'Angelo. Yep, okay. Give me Brown Sugar by D'Angelo. Only reason, so let's, and here's where I, and, and I I don't know if it's a shoe in, but we're just going to put it, we're going to put it on the side. I think the miseducation definitely makes the list. Here's where I'm at with Brown Sugar, all right? Brown Sugar was the beginning of a new genre in R&B. Right. Right? Brown Sugar introduced to me the neo-soul movement. Right, right. And not saying that it, it it took off, but it was the introduction. Let's start here. That's another thing too. There's ten songs on that album, I believe. Ten or nine. It's, it's not long. It's this. It's not. A t- but he's he's batting a thousand. Yeah. He's he, like he's he's batting a thousand. Like he's right. he. There's no misses on that album. Like, that I can that I can rec- and I'm and I'm and this is just me not even listening to the looking at the track list. Number one is Brown Sugar, boom, great song. Yeah. Number t- number two I think is Jones in My Bones or something like that. I That's, think so. It's a beautiful song, right? Um, and I'm just naming this and I, let me just name the songs on the album. Yeah, because I was like I can't do them in order. Jones in My Bones, uh, ooh, we, me and those dreaming me eyes those dreamy of mine. Eyes. The song Lady, um, which Lady was just a, uh, I mean, I mean it, it knocks. Yeah, it, it knocks. Ugh, and you know what I'm saying? Uh, higher. Um, nigga, his version of cruising. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Can we talk about that for a second? Uh, Can I be honest with y'all? This might be an unpopular opinion, <laughs> but I'm gonna say it. Do it. <laughs> D'Angelo's version of cruising is better than Smokey Robinson's version of cute cruising. Okay, yeah, and that and that doesn't mean there's no disrespect because no, Smokey but, wrote it. But my thing is, sometimes the artist does better. Sometimes someone takes the clothes the, out your closet and wears it better. Sometimes somebody <laughs> takes the clothes out happened. your closet and wears it better. Yes, Smokey Robinson, no diss. I love you. Sipping that wine. Anyway, <laughs> D'Angelo to me did cruising better, in my opinion. I'm not saying he 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 reinvented the wheel, but if you had to give me a version of cruising that I, I'd rather hear, right. D'Angelo or, 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 or Smokey, 
I'm taking D'Angelo. Yeah. Y'all may not agree with me. That's okay. I'm fine with that. I agree. Yeah, they might not. They, they you uh, know, people, people are sm- are loyal loyalists. Like, oh no, how you gonna say that about Smokey? Nobody's saying nothing bad about Smokey. I'm just saying it's a great song. It's a great song. D'Angelo just did it better. Yeah, but that's it. You know what that's I'm saying? All right. So, um, what else is on that album? Yeah, man, that album got some, got some, got some. The B cuts on the album are really. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. Good. Yeah, is uh, m- feel like making love on that joint. Yep. I mean, that's no, 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 oh, no, that's no, not no. on it. No, hold on. Let me let's 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 Can go. Can we pull it up? Yeah, I didn't know if I could bring technology out. Let's go. Let's go to the track listing, man. Go to the track listing. Okay, because yeah, I didn't know if people were gonna be like, "Hey, this guy, he don't know everything off the top of his head." No, 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 no. Because if you out there like that, fuck you. <laughs> he said, <laughs> "All right, but what you, what? oh, all right." So you got brown sugar. Yeah, all right, all right. Jones and my bones. Jones and my bones. Me and those dreaming eyes of mine. Yep. Shit, damn motherfucker. Shit. Whoa, let's stop there. That's a come dope on. Ass, that's a dope ass song. Come on, that baseline crazy. I'll say this that about baseline that baseline crazy. This song was so. I was what. Uh, 10, 11 when this song came out, my mom yeah. let me listen to it. Didn't even care about the song. Because he's whispering it. Uh. He's not like overtly, he's like, shit, damn. damn. Motherfucker. Motherfucker. Yeah. Motherfucker. But if you caught Kills your it. girl with your best friend, I'm going to say the same thing. Why do both of you butt ball naked? Why? <laughs> if I catch my lady in bed with my best friend mode, nigga, yeah, shit, damn, motherfucker. Yeah. I got to kill you. I right? got, and now I'm going to jail. I got to <laughs> <laughs> Shit, damn, motherfucker is crazy. Yeah. Smooth is crazy. Smooth, yeah. Cruising. Cruising. When we get by. That's my favorite song on the album. It's crazy. That's my favorite song on the album by far. Ugh. Lady. Lady and higher. then higher. As he's 10 for 10. See, what sucks on this is I was going to bring it, because I think with this kind of uh, swag yeah. that he had, I was yeah. thinking like Maxwell was on this with Urban Lady Suite. He, you know, we, you we, we, I, can, I can mention that album. But then when I start going through this, you're like, mm-hmm. this is on there. Yes. It's on. It's, yes. It's, yes, it's you know it's coming out shooting six from six from the three yeah, point line he, in the f- and you're like well shit he did damn not miss. motherfucker he didn't miss oh and shout out to Raphael Sadiq yeah because I was gonna bring up Sons of Soul I was That's gonna bring not, up I can't I can't I'm not even gonna allow you to do that <laughs> I was gonna bring up more yeah, well yeah, Raphael yeah. Sadiq I'm saying Raphael Sadiq for vid- that for that oh for that for, for Brown Sugar album That's what I'm saying Wait he he produced that yes. Shit? Wrote yes, dog. Yes, yes, yes. Right? Yes. I'm sorry. Yes. This is no, this is why you can't tell the story of R&B without this nigga, dog. Oh my yes. god. Yes. Yes. Right, okay. Raphael Sadiq did that album. Yes. Yes. Oh. Yes. And then also, man, shout out to D'Angelo too. In the first, the first line of his album, he shouts out the team. That I hope because the game is going on right now. Well, I don't know right, if we're going right, to the yeah, World yeah. Series or not. But he said he met the chick in Philly. Met her in Philly. Yeah. He met her in Philly. Her name was Brown Sugar. Her name was Brown Sugar. And he wasn't even talking about a girl. He was talking about weed. Uh, you know. It's a great album. All right. So that album gets pushed to the... I'm not, I'm I'm not put, even going to put... I'm going to put that no. Because when I'm I start cool, going through I that... Gotta, we got to list... We gotta, I, I want to list more just to see like, okay, where, do, where does I, it stack up yeah, against yeah. the other ones? I'm just putting that down. I want everyone to know. Yeah, I'm I'm, 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 I'm good with it, but I'm going to put it to the side until we say some other stuff. Who okay. you got? Who else you got? This one, I have a toss-up because I think these are very similar. Okay. It's either One in a Million or Genuine the Bachelor. Neither for me. You put neither? One in a Million don't make it for you. No. Genuine the Bachelor. No. 100% G. No. For me, that all that weird I can tell shit, the story of 90s R&B without Genuine. Can you? Yeah. What song is, all right. I don't can think you can I you think, talk about it without Pony cuz to me Pony is one of the biggest me, hits out of the night. Let me ask you a question. Go ahead. Name me some B cuts off of those albums that people that everybody knows. I'm not saying Ooh. I'm not saying that listen here's the thing. I think guys like Genuine, right? Seems no, very hard. He should not be in those albums are not in Here's what I ask when we talk about albums again. Right, right, are right. these albums in the same conversation as these albums that we're going to name? And to me, right? And to me, I don't believe that 100% Genuine or any of those albums should be in the same conversation with that D'Angelo album we just named. I would I would push back on, to me, one in a million. I and think, Aaliyah... I think we give Aaliyah... And I'm trying to step... I'm going to step lightly when I say she this. She got a fan base. She has a fan base. Yeah. The problem with, this, with that album is... 
I can't say that it's better than the albums that I have that, that we're going to name also. So I don't gotcha. mind putting Aaliyah's album to the side. Genuine does not make the list. Okay. I can tell the story of 90s R&B without the same old G Genuine. I, I don't... What? Without the same old he's G? He's not that... He was not that dynamic. We, we He was overrated because we were younger and we liked him. Yeah. But at the end of the day, honestly, yo, Genuine was corny. I'm sorry. Okay. He wasn't... He didn't make... He didn't... He made... He had some hits. Like, he had, he had good... I wouldn't say... He had hits. I would say Timbaland and Missy made some really good songs. He is not all that to me, man. I, I I'm good on genuine. I always wanted a silk shirt. D- yeah, I don't. Yeah, well, you know, Elgin. <laughs> El, whatever, I'm cool, Elgin bro. Lumpkin. Yeah, I'm cool. Much Elgin. love to you. All right, yeah, I'm gonna throw this one then. Crazy, sexy, cool. I think yes. has to be. Yes, that's at now, least that's, mentioned. That no, 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 no. That's so. This is what pisses me off, right? What? You give me some bullshit, right? You yeah. could have named that way before we talked about. Genuine is not in the same conversation as Crazy Sexy. I cool. agree, but this is how I operate. Okay, I'm sorry. Right. We th- th- look, look. You throw out bullshit, <laughs> then you throw out good. <laughs> and that, this is the so, art of negotiation. Okay, so Crazy Sexy Crazy Cool. Crazy Sexy Cool to me, yes. one, reaches everybody. Yes, no. There wasn't a no. person who nope. didn't love that album. Nope. Nope. And there, I mean, I don't think there's an album that may have made more money in the 90s. So here's my thing with Crazy Sexy Cool. It was an, it, that album, the impact was, 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 is, is timeless. Yeah. The impact of that album chain, it was, it was, they were, first of all, they were only girl group doing what they were doing. Yeah. You know, and on top of that, you know, that album really gave R&B a lift. Yeah, ninety. You know what I'm saying? Because what like, was that like? Ninety four. It was ninety four. Um, let's also talk about who was on the album, right? right. You got guys like you got Jermaine Dupri. Yeah. You got uh, Babyface. Da- baby you got Dallas Austin. Yeah. You got a dream team of writers and producers who gave their all in that album. Um, and I would say that caught him at the perfect time when yes. you're still like starving. Yes. And you don't have any Grammys. So there, this album right here came before it, right? Yeah, right, right. And then what they did, in my opinion, was it was like, okay, this was a good start. How do we follow this up and, and become bigger? And I think they did that. And yeah. not only that, though, like, I think that album went diamond, bro. Like, and I'm not even it just had talking. like two singles that went diamond. Yeah, so it's like, album. yeah, man, they, that album was iconic. I don't mind having that on the list. I'll put that on the side with G- D'Angelo also. Okay. So you gave me two, I'm going to give you two. Um... I'm gonna name the Are you two. You gonna give me one good, one bad? No, I'm gonna give you two. <laughs> I'm looking. I'm looking at the wall right now, and there's two on the wall that stand out to me in the '90s. They're right next to each other. You talking Tony and Mary? Not even like let's be let's let's have this conversation. Number one, Mary J. Blige's "My Life" might be the most. It might be. That to me, that is the that might be the best R&B album. Of the that 90s. might be what is yeah. the '90s that, R&B to me. Yeah, to me. Um, it encompasses everything. We don't even need to re- like that. This album is so good. We don't really need to discuss why this album is so good. I, I may like, yeah, here's I why. I am a grown ass man, and I could relate to everything the fuck she was singing about in that album. Right. She. I'm a grown like that album was for black women or women at the time going through whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like when I'm sad and a woman is making me and I'm hurt, nigga. Why can't we talk about baby? Can we Like I look, I'll be in, I'll be in the house. You know what I'm saying? And then even yeah. the B cuts that she got, like those, that was a B cut. And the B cuts on the album were, to me, the B cuts are stronger than the singles. What would be the B cuts to you on that? The uh uh, what was the joint? I want to stay. I try like all of those like those D, D Mary J. First of all, Mary J. Blige was on another planet in this album. Be with you, be with you. Oh my bad. I like be with you. I like Mary's joint. I like you know what I'm saying. So and and his thing. His Leo. This was '94 too. Yes, sir. God. Look. Yes, sir. And then Tony Braxton's album, right? I think that album. Needs to be put on the side. I don't know if it makes the cut per se, but bro, I'm talking, we're talking impact, we're talking influence, and we're talking singing ability. Jesus Christ, man. Like Tony Braxton in that album, like she, let me tell you something. Go ahead. This cover is exactly what this album is. Fine as fuck. Yeah, and nobody else was doing it. Nobody. Right? So when she came out, 
you have, you know, really good people behind you, but no one was had her style. No one really had short hair. No one nah. was wearing like leather yeah, jackets. She's, no she's, one had the yeah. low voice. Yeah, she, she had it. Yeah, that, her out. voice was a whole different. Like it was like, like that's a yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. So those two albums, I would love. Uh, Mary J. Blige is probably going to stay on the list for sure. I, I think because I, I honestly, if, if and and and, and then people make a make, and and just to throw this out there, I know a lot of people. A lot of people think Share My World is better than that album. I'm not disagreeing with that. I don't disagree with that. But for me, if I'm telling the story of 90s R&B and right. I got to pick a Mary album between, you know, uh, what's the 411, uh, My Life, Share My World, or 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 the Mary album, I got to go with that album just because of impact, influence, and also like what it... Who needs an alarm in the morning? When McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles. And a breakfast cutoff. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Means to the genre and what it means to the culture. Well, I was going to ask, because I think with Mariah Carey, too, we have people, who, and Mary, we have people who put out albums that are, can you have more than one album, is my question. You could have more than one album. All right, so I'm going to throw out Mariah Carey. We have Butterfly, and we have Music Box. To me, were her two strongest. They're they're strong, but I don't think they like when again we gotta when you start really nailing these things down. Do they? And, and you you go, don't give me the track list because that's not that's not that's no not, no I'm not I'm doing this for myself. It's it's more so like. Do you think Music Box didn't have an impact? Because I'm making sure no, Music Box is no, the one I'm thinking. No, I don't remember about. people's, like, people don't say if you go back to 90s R&B, you got to go get Music Box. What's, okay. They, they don't say that. They don't say that. It's the singles. Mariah Carey. Here's what. Here's what people. Here's what people don't understand. Oh, I think you're about to bust into something great. Mariah here's what, Carey is singles, not albums. People exactly. People don't realize in the '90s, right? Mariah Carey had a number one single each um, each uh, year of the decade. Yeah. But to me, in in that decade, I don't think it was albums that were that was. It was just she had huge. Singles. Well, plus this is where it gets weird. In the '90s, is you would buy an album for a single. Yes, yes, you would. Right? Where yes, like, you would. I love a Daydreamer. Yes, got to get the whole. You got to get the whole album. Exactly. And Mariah Carey did that. So no, 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 no argument with that. But I don't think either two album for me makes for me. They don't no. make the list. And again, I don't mind you know putting you know. I just and this is me again doing my just strategy. Having a I'm going to say that, and then I'm going to say my way. I don't think that's on the list. You either. don't think my way's on there? Mm -mm. Really. Mm -mm. Here's the thing, right? And I, and I want we're going to talk about this in a second. The problem is, right? We're telling the story of '90s R&B, right? So my thing is, is that we only got seven albums, Correct. right? Correct. And my thing is, you're talking about albums would have who have powerful singles, but they're not powerful albums that move the genre forward. Well, my this is my was... way didn't do that. You don't think that? Because I my think way my didn't way didn't move the genre forward, bro. I think my way set up everything that we have now. Doesn't mean that it moved the genre forward. I think he moved. I think I, my, I think my way moved Usher's career forward. I don't think it moved the genre forward. Okay, because I'm trying to think of confessions moved the genre forward. There's a big agree. difference. But I'm so I'm trying to think in the '90s, right? And we have a place where there's not a lot of solo dudes throwing albums out. That doesn't mean nothing. <laughs> to me, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, right, but I'm saying there has to be a kernel of this there is, started, and then the the wave of. But young does men that mean that we're sense. telling the story with this album? Like, do I have to give some? Like, if somebody asks me for right. seven powerful R&B albums of this decade, I'm not giving them my way. Are you giving them Diary of a Mad Black Band or a Mad Band? We're gonna get to that in a second. Okay, all right. All right, we're gonna get to that in a second. We're gonna get to that in a second. Um. Before we get to Diary of Mad Band, I think most people know how I feel about Jodeci's albums, right? I don't know. They don't have good albums. No, they don't. They have they have their top heavy, and then those albums kind of decline after the f song five or six. And then with Jodeci, it's like I, we've already addressed this too. And people got mad at me for saying it, but it's like they don't have classic albums. They have classic songs. They have classic looks. They have a classic, you know. They have a you can't. So here's my. Let's start here. Let's do it. And people probably listen to this podcast like, damn, man, he's shutting down all his shit. Blah, 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 blah. Hey, yeah, feel bad <laughs> for me. <laughs> but it's like, nah, it's like this. You, if you're telling the story of 90s R&B, 
these albums need to be bona fide classics. Right. Same old G is not a bona fide classic. 100% genuine is not a bona fide classic. No. My way is not a bona fide classic. You know, you you got it. We're talking this. These seven albums, they're classic albums. So we're talking my life and Tony Braxton right. and and Maxwell. I mean, not Maxwell and D'Angelo and 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 and, and uh, Lauren Hill. Like yeah. those are class. These are albums again that go through my genre of or 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 meet my criteria, Your criteria. This of is a what classic. a classic album is. And I'm like, I can't sit here and say, I can't, if I can't, here's the thing. If this out, al- if the album is not a classic album, I can tell the story of nineties R and B without that album. Yeah. That's the, that's just the bottom line. No, I agree. With, so this is what I, in, in my mind, I'm thinking in terms of like hall of fame shit, you usually tell the story based off like their inspiration, right? Like mm. to me, I might get kicked out of your apartment. No, this is Allen this, Iverson isn't one of the greatest players ever. He's not, but he is one of the most inspirational. He's one of the most influential players, right. absolutely. But so I do not. I do, he's not in my top. He's not in my top twenty okay. or thirty. Probably. I didn't know he had the. No, I mean, I mean, I mean, I love Allen Iverson. I mean, listen. I just want everyone to know how brave I was I'm to say big, that in a yeah, Philly house. I'm a huge Allen Iverson fan. All right, all right. I'm a huge Sixers fan, but I'm also an objective Allen Iverson, an objective Sixers fan. Just as much as we we won with Allen Iverson. And he's the reason why we made it to the final. He's also the reason why we didn't. He was selfish. He didn't want to pass the ball. Didn't want to play with nobody in his prime. Like, let's be real. Like, don't tell me, oh, no, nigga, you wanted to be by yourself. We traded away great players because he wanted to be the man. Traded traded away Stackhouse. Traded away, like, we gave away some good players because he wanted to be the man. If you remember that 2001-16, where I remember, yeah, our, our defense was stifling. Offense was ass. It was only Allen Iverson, nobody else. Yeah. Nobody else can hit shots. So, with that said, mm-hmm. I'm gonna throw this album at you. Go ahead, because I truly believe it is a classic. Go ahead, Love Deluxe by Sade. To me, is unlike anything else, and is from the top to the bottom a playable, bangable, incredible album. I don't think you won't hear any, any, you won't hear any pushback from me on a Sade album. The pushback is going to be: Is it better than the albums we're going to name? Or what, we're, what albums? Do you think Love Deluxe is? Do you think it's not better? Lovers than, Rock is better. It's not. No, no. When I mean the albums we're naming, I'm talking about in the story of oh, '90s okay. R&B. Right. Also, here's the thing: When I think of Sade, I don't think of '90s R&B. She's '80s to me, or they're really? '80s to me. Oh. When I hear Sade, I think of '80s, and it's weird. To, I don't even know what the really. It's hard to put them in a because Sade's a band. It's yeah. hard to put Sade. It, I, it's hard to say. I can't say that. I can't definitively say they deserve to be in the conversation in '90s R&B over again. The motherfuckers that I that we still got right. more we albums. Still got to go. more albums than that. Like, let's go. Here we go. One album I got. I mean, we haven't discussed Baduism. To me... No, 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 no. Okay. Well, go ahead. Go ahead. What was you about to say? I'm sorry. No, I was going to say, yeah, I agree with you that Baduism, to me, is exceptional. Classic. It moved the genre forward. Yeah. It, it, it's the track list in there. She's batting... She might not be a thousand, but she's pretty fucking she's close. She's 800. Uh, impact. Right. Influence. Where did you go? And, like, f- let's... This is, let me tell you how impactful that album was. All right? And I'm just using the song on and on as a reference. Right, right, right. Out of everything that was out at the time, right, in the 90s, on and on was nothing like it. And on and on was a radio banger. True. Like, we're talking about a song that really ain't a... It's it's a single, but it ain't a single. No. Like, it's it was different. Nothing you heard... Here's what I liked about that album, really. You heard nothing like that prior to it, and you really didn't hear nothing like that after it, per se. You know what I'm saying? Right. I was going to say, I think D'Angelo was in, in the same pool. Pool, pool but like... But it wasn't... The same, he wasn't talking like 5% of shit that she, she was, was She made... Erica yeah. Bot... Yeah, exactly. He was... D'Angelo was Neo Soul, but that's just because he had like... He had a different yeah, sweat. Yeah, cornrows and shit. Yeah, but yeah. Erica Badu was... She was not... Afrocentric. There was nothing like Erica yep, Badu. Yep. Like, we're talking... R&B singers at that time was either ghetto fabulous or you were sexy. Yeah. 
Erica Badu, no, I think she's sexy, by the way. But Very er- sexy. Hey. <laughs> but Erica Badu, nothing she was doing at that. She was incense and oils and, you know, about the spirit and the mind and the body. Like, nigga, she's like in the song, right? Like, let's listen to the, if you really break down the lyrics of on and on. She said, yeah, in the, in the song, the man that knows something knows that he knows nothing at all. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's not, that, that's, you know what I'm saying? So my thing is, we're talking, again, albums that did something, right? Baduism is a staple of 90s R&B. It's, it's hard to compete with that. Yeah. You, and I forgot about she had the intro and the outro on the joint. I mean, there I don't... It was a whole presentation of... It was an... It was, that was an... It, Baduism felt like a religion. I think you're right. That It felt like a religion. When I listen to that album, I feel like I'm in Baduism. I feel like I'm learning... Bro, that's an album you can learn something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're you know right. what I mean. And we're not even just touching. Now we're, that's just that. So we're not touching on next lifetime, which is a beautiful, a beautiful fucking record, bro. It is, but it's not. It's not what Baduism. I mean, no, but it's. I'm it's, saying in terms of they're very different. Yeah, incredible no, no, songs. Yeah, but the, and now I'm starting to feel like okay, these are the albums we give to this person from the other universe to be like, here's the. That's story. what I'm saying. Yeah, and you got to give them you. I, to me, Baduism is somewhere on this list. If we're you know when we when we go back. If figure out like who do we put on the side who do we keep in the, in the front okay. so to me Baduism and then I got one more for you go ahead um <laughs> cause I got one that I think you're gonna disagree with I but probably, I'm yeah argue. man I disagree with 90% everybody loves McDonald's fries so yes you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home um but the bag did feel a little light ba-da-ba-ba-ba of what you said so far, but that's that's neither here, that's neither here nor there, man. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But if I gotta go, if I'm throwing one more, another album out there, um, this may be crazy, right? But man, the waiting to exhale soundtrack. What, Bruh, The waiting to exhale soundtrack. Yeah, in my opinion, I I don't gotta be right. But here's okay, my. Okay, I could be. We're in. There was three or four joints on there, right? Or there uh, more? it was more than that. Like, <laughs> so here's here's let's let's start here. Okay. And this is where I'm at with 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 that, right? And this is why I mentioned it in the, in in the, in the in in the thing in the, in the, in the R and B. You can't tell the story of '90s R and B without Babyface. No, you gotta find be, some way to get because him. no, there's no finding some way. He is '90s R and B. He's 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 responsible for a lot of the records that were written, produced, and blah 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 blah. It was yeah. either him or his label, whatever, right? Right. And I mean, boom. I so, mean, we already brought one album up, right? Yeah. So we're talking now. We're at this album where he wrote the entire album, and you got songs like "Not Gonna Cry" and "Sitting Up in My Room" and "Exhale Shoot." You know, like yeah. nigga, like those are. We're talking about an album that went along with a movie that 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 exemplifies every almost everything that '90s R&B really. That movie um, to, is that movie '95. That movie about 96? Uh, yeah, around that time. Because if I'm if I had to think, all right, I'm gonna make a 90s smoothie and I'm gonna take all these things, blend them up, and hear the 90s RB. If we're talking like visually with the movie, that, we're talking I uh, think, audio with the sound, you might be right. That that's it, it's 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 the perfect like it's like when I think of 90s RB, I really think of like, damn, that album. Because and here's the thing, we also in the time we were at a time when soundtracks were were, were a thing, right? Yeah. And to me, when soundtrack that 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 soundtrack stood out amongst the rest of them, and you know, of course, y'all can tell me about love. this. This this isn't about soundtracks. This is about telling the story of '90s R&B. And to me, that album, also the B cuts on that album, were really good. And I'll say there's a lot of B cuts, that but are, there's. But soundtracks, you gotta remember. There's a lot of songs you skipping over. I'm only just. I'm not because I don't want to go through the whole. Because I'm not going through the whole album. Like it's not an album review. You know what I'm saying? No, no, I'm not saying. But I'm thinking if we're like, hey, here's this album. Check this album out. You know when you when you're like, yo, yo, listen to music with a friend, and then a song comes on, you're like, "Uh, uh, you can skip that one. Yeah. I feel like if we're hanging with someone and we're like, here are the seven albums. We put Wait Next Hell on. I'd be like, "I, I mean, you can go to the next one though. I don't feel that way. Okay. I don't. I don't feel that way. I th- and I'm not to say that I'm right or or you're wrong. I just no, feel. It's just I, a yeah, conversation. I think that you know, and also I got to take into accountability too. When I take my ob- objective music take, right? Right. I look at it from a woman's perspective too. Sure. Like that album was 
very dynamic. For you know what I'm saying? Like you can't yeah. you can't deny the impact that had on women. Not at you all. know what I'm saying? Like, you know, for us, man, uh, uh, you know what I'm saying? I, I mean, I was 10 years old. I got my shit together. Right. <laughs> hey, I got I was 10. I got my shit together. I started tucking my shirts in. Right. Facts. I didn't want to be a fuckboy no more. Facts. Facts. All right. So you give give me all another right, I'm going to give you this one that I think you're going to argue with. But to me, I don't think you could tell the story of 90s R&B without Dangerous. Michael Jackson? Yes. Totally disagree. Yeah, I'm good. Okay. I'm to good. me, I'm I good. think it had, if we're talking in terms of, because uh, it was 92, you had Teddy Riley doing the joint. You had uh, a, a million people making sure the album was good. I have a question. Go ahead. Will we say that album's R&B or pop? Because we're talking about the kick of Right. Uh, okay. I'm just saying, I'm not, that's a fair question. You know, no, that's a very good question. You know what I think I'm doing is, now there's no pop music. No, it's not. I'm using 2022 brain to think of the 90s. You got me. That, and to me, like that album, like let's look at the big singles on that album too. Like Remember right. Time was an R&B song, it's, right? Yeah. But Black or White is not an R&B song. It had a guitar in it. Yeah, but it's like, it's not an R&B song. Like, <laughs> no, you know you what right, I'm saying? Like, right. this is not an R&B, you know what I mean? And, and I also, everybody always says too, like, no, like people who love Michael Jackson pretty much love that album, but that album, that he missed. Yeah, it wasn't. This is his worst album. He missed. Yeah, badly to me. Uh, not just what's the one that he put out with Butter uh, Invincible. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, let me ask you about this one then. Now I'm having fun because I just like <laughs> yeah. being wrong. Yeah, I see. I see. It's all good. Uh, another level by Black by Street. Black Street. Again, we're taking how much we love Teddy Riley into consideration, and not it take like there's a reason why I didn't mention. A lot of his, a lot of his, because a lot of his albums aren't. Classic. It's not that his albums like, yo, guy doesn't have a guy's not a like. The, the, well, the first this, this album was eighty eight, and the second album was nineteen ninety. Right, but it's like that's not a classic album. No, Teddy no, Riley's no. just an amazing producer. Yeah, and that's how I feel about Blackstreet. Like, and, and they can sing, and they're great. They're a great song, but I can't tell you that enough. Like, you're, I'm not going to go like again. The question is, if somebody says Clint, 90s R&B, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to hand them. I would hand them Teddy Riley. Sure. I but I would not hand them Another Level by Blackstreet. I remember that CD being everywhere. One in a Million was everywhere, too. Okay. I mean, I, 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 I got to be right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One in a Million was everywhere, too. All right. I'll, I'll let you go. Go ahead. No, go ahead. You got no, one. No, 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 Okay. <laughs> All right, we 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 didn't name her Urban Hang Sweet, but I think it needs a mention. I don't think it's I don't think it's probably going to make the list over certain albums. That's what when we brought up, yeah. But 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 sugar, but, but, but Urban, Urban yeah. Hang Sweet was like a diet brown sugar to me. It was great. Yeah, it was great. It was it made a, me want to walk around barefoot. I I would always yeah. I actually would go and say that was a classic album. Urban Hang Sweet is a classic album. Yeah, it's a classic album, but it's not. It's not. It's but. I, see, again, where I say classic albums, right? Yeah, yeah. I tell people, it doesn't have to be better. It just has to be in the same conversation. Gotcha. Urban Hank Sweet is in the same conversation as Brown Sugar. It yeah. ain't better. But it's like, you 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 mentioned Neo Soul albums in the 90s, Brown Sugar, Baduism, and then Urban Hank Sweet's right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't mind it. It's, it's like it made the Eastern Conference Finals. Right. And then went to six. Yeah, it, it went to seven actually. I'll give I, you, nigga. He got he got till the cops could knock in and I something mean, no, something. No, I listen yeah, to he, it a lot. Of yeah, times yeah, yeah. He got night. some joints, man. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah, he, yeah, yeah. He got some joints. It may, it's it's a game. Listen, he yes. So for me, I don't mind like not put, but I I gotta mention it. Um, trying to think, trying to think of some more albums that I that I uh, that I know we're we're probably uh, looking over and and not giving it just due. I'm sure people are probably like you ain't mentioned R. Kelly yet. You know why? I mean, like I can't mention 12 Play because here's why. And like you said, yeah. You're if somebody called, told me Clint, what's 90s R&B, and you want me to give you 12 Play. To me, 12 Play has a totally different meaning right now. Yeah. But if we're in the 90s, I... Well, I mean, look, I, this is how I look yeah. at it. Yeah. In the 60s, I could slap an assistant on the ass and ask her to get me a cocktail. You could. You can't do that now. No, you cannot. So Unless so, you're fucking her. <laughs> even then, keep it like keep behind it, the door. Right, right, right. So at this point with him, yeah. you, if you want to bring him up, bring him up. Yeah. I'm, I can't. Right, same here. It's too egregious. Right. Too, way too egregious. And to me, uh, the songs to really reflect it, what you were really saying. Right. Like, seems like you're ready, my nigga. Like, that's, you're, you are, you are projecting hard. 
And I, uh, what he had the sex me song. You don't say that to grown people. You definitely don't say sex me to grown people. <laughs> <laughs> like, happy <when's> whistle last. <laughs> So it's just. When's the last time? Like, yo, that's real shit, though. I'm never, I'm never about to get in the bed with a woman and be hey, like, yeah. hey, sex me, <laughs> baby, baby, sex. Like, a grown woman's gonna look at you like, nigga, sex you. Yeah, so I think, yeah. <laughs> sex you. I look at it like, all right, that, we can't, we can't bring it up. I agree. Okay. And then. Um, Which is a shame because I think he has two out of the seven. He should have two. Yeah. Right. Yeah, he does. I agree with that. But no, he's not going to be, he will not be on this list. I will not give anybody in another universe the, the opportunity to listen to that. They can find that on their own. They can find that on their own. Um, I, got, I got another one. Okay, and then I got one. Okay. No, we'll say yours first. No, you say yours well, first. Well, I said two. I know, but I want to come with the heat later. You don't, no, just say it. <laughs> All right. All right. Um, Cause I get all right. It's about time by SWV. I'm not mad at that. Wait, wait. That's the that's the week. Yeah, that's the. Okay. That's the, I'm not mad at that. Uh, I actually think I actually think that album should get more consideration than it actually does. Well, for me, they have. I think, I'm not mad four, at that. I pr it probably it probably won't make the final. Probably seven. won't. But it has like three or four incredible jams. You can listen to the whole album and it kind of sums up. I don't think we've touched on like the early 90s. And that's and that's I'm glad you said that. That album really personifies what the early 90s R&B sounded just like. Right. And it was those albums. It was that, that album. It's, yes. It was the 411. Yeah, it it's was like all yes, those joints yes. that have that kind of like that, Yeah, that hip it has a hip hop bounce to it. Yes. Right. Yes. The album I was going to name was uh Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Uh, two by Boys to Men. And here's why. Again, we talking impact, we talking influence. Sure, sure, sure. We're talking, we're talking track listing. Is that oh, go ahead. I just I don't remember that track listing being good. No, that, that track listing was crazy. Okay. I mean, that's that's the album with, you know, like, I, I mean, on that album, you know, I'll Make Love To You's on that album. And right, Bend the Knee. Yeah, like, yeah, that track listing crazy, bro. Okay. And I'm not, a, and I'm, and I love Boys the Men, but like, I have to, and I'm I'm only mentioning that album because I, I do think um, it did something in the 90s. It did a lot in the 90s, you know what I'm saying? I, yeah, it and was. And it, it spawned, it, that, that is the, that is the album that made the group bigger than, 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 than any other, like, listen. They became the number one, uh, well, until, uh, like, the boy bands in sync, but that, they're shit, the reason. They they're the that. reason in sync and all those guys yeah. exist. Yeah, they're the reason. Yeah, so um, it probably won't. Again, it probably won't make the end either. But I'm I'm fine with with throwing that out there. What were you about For to sure. say? Oh, you oh it was it was about time. Yeah, I'm not mad at that album. I'm I gotta I gotta see. Let's now. Here's what we're gonna do. I think what we should do is, I think you I know, like I'm throwing out a lot of garbage. You're no, throwing you out, threw good out some stuff. good joints. You no, but I just want people to know. I have basic taste sometimes. No, it's not that you have basic taste. I don't think that. I think what you're doing is, I think you're, here's the thing. You don't, your taste is your taste, bro. Uh, yeah. I'm not about to sit here and tell somebody that their music selection is ass. We're talking about, the, none of the albums you name or none of the stuff you name. We're talking we're, about straight impact. We're talking, no, that's not what I'm saying. What? You're, none of the things you named sucked. Uh. They didn't suck. What I'm saying is we're talking about Telling the story. When right. you tell the story, a lot of times when people are telling the story, we don't want the intricacies and the nuances. We want the meat and the potatoes. Yeah. Who, what is the best albums? What are the albums that I need to listen yeah. to? And I think that the thing is, is that just be, you, you love these albums, but for but for me, I don't think these are the albums that those some of those albums stand out because I don't think you need to I, listen. That's my thing. And this is why I love conversation. Yeah, it's like that's that's where I come with these arguments like a lot of people be like oh well you forgot this person and you forgot that person and you forget this you forget no, it's that. like you love it no you and love that's it that's great and I'm not saying that I don't like again nothing you named I didn't love <laughs> that's the thing like I like Genuine I just can tell the story of 90s R&B without him I love the least that uh, I love the one in a million album 
I really do. But I also have to be objective and take it take into consideration. Okay, what's you know what I'm saying? What and this is what I'm trying to think of now, late. 90s R&B, right? Because I think we have the Lauryn Hills, we have the Baduism, mm-hmm. but there was a bling era that started to pop when Diddy started taking over mm-hmm. R&B. So you're talking Total, and you're talking Total, and and, and Faith Evans. Faith Evans. They don't have classic albums. They don't. Is there a classic album in that vein? In Bad Boy, a classic R&B album. A classic R&B album. When we start talking about no like, classic R&B albums in Bad Boy, is and that not one of the biggest tragedies of all time? They do not have a classic R&B album in the 90s. No. Do they have a? Uh, this is another podcast, I guess. I don't know if they have any classic albums. They have outside they have, of Biggie. Outside of Biggie, uh, and he's been around thirty years. Anyway, that's another podcast. The my own, bad, my yeah, bad. that is another podcast. Yeah, that's yeah, a great yeah. question. Yeah, does, <laughs> does Bad Boy have really have class? No. So, so what we're gonna do is we're gonna name. We're gonna we're gonna pretty much give the out. Let's talk. We're gonna we're gonna. Crunch down the albums that we have that we're like, okay, we're and I want you to write them down. Sure, sure, sure. We're sure. gonna crunch down the albums that we have that we're like, all right, like this, 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 and this. Yeah, yeah. Shoe in, and then, and then we'll start, and then we'll also talk about the ones that we may have forgot, and then we'll we'll make a final list, and then we'll come to it. I love it. That's how. That's where I'm at with it. I love it. That's where I'm at with it. All right. So here's the let's let's start with the albums we know for sure are making the list. Yep. Number one, Miseducation. Miseducation. Not number one, but not uh, no no order. No order. No order. Just just these are what we got. Yeah. Miseducation. Yep. My Life by Mary J. Blige. Yep. Um, Baduism. Yep. Brown Sugar by D'Angelo. Yep. All right, Do, those are my for sure. For me, I also have to for sure put in crazy, sexy, cool. Yes, that's it. That's good for me too. I'm good for that. I'm good with that. All right, so that's five. I want to mention somebody we we forgot. Apologies to whoever this is. Hey man, Brandy's self titled debut album. And and I know, I know, I know, but the album was re. I don't. I got. I'm on the fence on if it's a classic album or not. I I'm would, on the. I'm on the fence. Sure. I'm on the fence. But that album was a. It was huge. It got her a TV show. Nick, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I and and she, what she meant to. Bl- it's hard. It's hard. Especially it's, like I'm coming out of high school. Yeah, that was like a I mean? that was like, a hard like yeah. it was it was and it was innocent too. It was it was singing about like she got a song like best I wanna friend. be damn best yeah, friend. Like, best I just wanna be cool. Yeah, just, hey. yeah it was like it was yeah, but <laughs> it it's was like sweet. it's but it's still timely though. Like yes. you, it's still like you know, you know, I don't know what can I do without you like yeah, that's that's facts. Yeah. yeah you know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? I, I just like she and I know she meant so much to the '90s, but it's like that album was was a was 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 power. I, I can't put it over those five. Four, no, five. I would put that with uh, the SWV joint. I think in terms, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. They also kind of had that. I'm yeah. so yeah. into you, like I'm yeah, so we, yeah, it was yeah. the same kind of thing. So we got two slots, right? Right. And and I also like Janet's Janet's self titled album too. But I, I don't think it makes it's it's I don't think it's isn't that like long, isn't there like nineteen tracks on that joint. Yeah, that shit. Yeah, yeah. It's hard to have a yeah. classic album. The with only that cl- she does have a classic album with nineteen tracks. So that's the crazy thing. Like Rhythm Nation is like twenty tracks. Yeah, and Ace, Rhythm Nation has. But like, like you got Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah <laughs> like, the height of their yeah. yeah. Um. So we got two left. Okay, I want to ask you about this one. I I know you're gonna say it's not a classic, right? But I'm gonna feel crazy for not bringing up Donnell Jones where I want to be. It's, it came out night night. It's not a classic album. It's a huge song. I would say the album, for name I me smoke three cigarettes and play guitar, people. <laughs> there is no more inspirational album. I, I just don't think it. The album did anything. Nobody remembers the album. Nobody no. remember. Everybody when they bring up Donnell Jones where I want to be, they don't they don't know that's the actual name of the album. Right, <laughs> like yeah, 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 you know what I mean. Like it's 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 like the song, and 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 it had two again. Remember when you said '90s R&B had a lot of huge singles that huge made singles. you want to buy the album. Yep. And to me, where I want to be had 
uh, ooh, say what, you know, you, yeah, you know yeah, what's up. You know what's up. And it had Where I Want to Be. Shorty Got Eyes on Me was like the first single that dropped, but it didn't move Nobody nothing. shit about that yeah. song. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what's crazy about the 90s R&B to me? Yeah. Is, and we talked about the NBA a little bit earlier. The 90s R&B and the NBA landscape are very similar. Yeah. Where there's... A couple of, I mean, unquestionable, incredible players. Yeah. But then there's a lot of like Larry Johnsons. Yes. Where you're like, I loved Larry Johnson. But, but he wasn't. He wasn't great. That's Kendall it. Gill. That's exactly you know what, what 90s yeah. R&B is. There were a lot of like. Oh, this is my favorite. There weren't a lot of Michael Jordans. No. Like, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, it was, there was, there was, you know, there was Gary, Gary Paytons and, right. you know, guys that you really fucked with. Yeah. Like, Rex there, Chapman's my guy. And you're right. Like, All right. Well, he ain't a classic. No. But like, if you, anyway, when you really look at 90s, 90s basketball, like, it's only really th four standouts to me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We're talking 90s basketball. There's only four real standouts. Yeah. It's Michael Jordan, yep. Hakeem Olajuwon, Carl yep. Malone. Nigga, he won two MVPs and he won two MVPs in a decade. I know, I know. I you can't, you I, can't, you can't. Uh, yeah, you, excuse my face, but I can't. I'm anytime not, you bring up Carmelo, uh, that's a, how I got. He's go. a piece of shit. Him and John Stockton to me are both like, hey, yeah, but, but yeah, yeah, they, yeah, you know what I mean. Like they were, they're, yeah. I mean, he's what number two scorer of all time, number one in turnovers. Yeah, <laughs> right. And then you got, and then, and then of course, I think, and then I throw Charles Barkley in there. You know what I'm saying? Because of how dynamic he was as a like, people forget about how right. you look at his numbers. And he was an MVP. And the great thing, the continuous analogy, in the 80s NBA, you had a lot of classic the, players yeah. who started kind of falling out in yeah. the early 90s. The and then middle 2000s, you have a lot, a lot of, of classic, classic players. Exactly. Basketball is music. So two more albums. Um, so we can both agree that if we were naming Oh Boy, he would have he would have the other two. He would probably have the other two, which is the the twelve play and the uh, and 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 to me the R Kelly album. Right, but if we're talking about you know, I think pimps, I think TP2.com came one, out in ninety nine. If I'm not mistaken, I think it came out in ninety nine. But that's neither here nor there. That's Damn. A, yeah, but 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 fuck you, man. Shit <laughs> <laughs> made me so upset. Yeah, dog. You could have been a good one. What pisses me off is he. I really used to love feeling on your booty. And he fuck yeah. So all right. So like we got to name the last two albums. Okay, waiting to exhale. I'm good with taking you, that off. I think you made a good point though that that yeah. was a movement. Yeah, right. Where yeah. it wasn't necessarily, hey, um, here's a little song. Like I remember my mom had a bunch of friends over to watch the movie and yeah. listen to the album mm -hmm. after. So that's when you start thinking that okay, influentially. Yeah, it may not for our generation, but for, the, for, for yeah. I'm good with I'm putting, putting that I, to the side. I'm putting it to the side too. Urban Hang Suite, again. Voodoo was 99, right? Or 2000? I think it was 2000. I Voodoo's think, 2000. Okay. Because if it wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> all Facts. Right. Um, all right. So we got, okay. So it's it's waiting to exhale. It's Hang Suite. It's Hang Suite. It's two. I'm good with, I, I, I can live to with To me, and no offense to boys, the men, no. they're corny. <laughs> and R&B I'm not posting this clip Sean, Sean is my man dog. No. And you know I think No you're right No but say and it And no it's offense true. But like if you have The little Letterman jacket things And stuff like you're, That's what you're going for Yeah And my mom saw y'all In concert like three years ago yeah. She lost her mind Right Like yeah. she loves it But if you're thinking Like R&B of the 90s It started to be a time When like Either you're dealing With hard yeah. shit mm -hmm. Or it's like I'm really sexually passionate It right. wasn't like Right yeah 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 Till the water runs dry. Right, yeah, yeah. So that's why, for me, it's hard to be like, hey, check out these 90s albums and then have that one on. Listen, but man. But, again, no offense to Boys the Men. They, they started all the boys groups. Yeah. But let's not forget that those boys groups are also corny, too. I'm going to be honest with y'all. Y'all know my, and we're, we, we, we're going back and forth on this take, but, yo, 90s R&B don't have a lot of classic albums. No. Y'all think they do. And that's because you have a personal attachment to songs and blah, 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 blah. But for me, I don't feel like 90s R&B has a lot of a lot of beautiful songs and a lot of good artists. And it was a collab. It was it was a uh, again, like you said about 90s NBA, like it was a lot of good players. Great. But there's not a lot of standouts, in my opinion. A lot you of know? jerseys being sold, not a lot of championships being won. <laughs> drop the fucking mic. You know bro. what, like, kid? <laughs> that, that, that's 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 a mic. Drop the mic. Like we're talking. Like if we're talking about artists in the nineties who really won championships, it was only a few. Yeah. Mary J. Blige. Like yeah. a lot of. It, in terms of here's a classic album, 
And Babyface was the best GM. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay. Give, I, you know, I don't want to flip the rules on it, but can we stop at five? <laughs> Yo, I ain't mad at that. Because this is... Because this her, is, Hank Sweet don't... Do, it don't... It's great, but it don't... I don't... I'm good with right. those. I'm good with those five. And to me, this is a classic. To me, yeah. is if you say that's not a classic, I throw your microphone and walk out. Right. Right. Where I can't even argue. If you right. tell me, yo, this ain't a classic, I go, okay, Clint is has a head injury and he's trying to tell me crazy, sexy, cool isn't a classic album. No, it is. Right? Yeah. So that's why I'm like, Ugh. there's no album. There's no other outside album of those that- five albums. There's no album. And of course, he who he who should not be named. Hey, yeah, rest in the cell, homie. Um, but it's like you can't not every album I can mention and we've done this for a while and I've loved it yeah. we can dismember and say well that's not a classic for these reasons right 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 I can't give you a reason you why can't none give of those, reason, none those of five aren't classics and we I can't think of another album that should be that, that should, should be, be in that conversation that. well people <laughs> y'all might y'all ain't gonna like this <laughs> y'all ain't gonna yeah. then niggas gonna be like well, what about Drew Hill they don't. That's not. That's not. They're not classic albums. I I'm sorry. Say, they're they're hey, beautiful. Great, great incredible. songs. Great, incredible. Great. Incredible artists. I my hair platinum. <laughs> but what? What else? They like. Come on, man. But it's not. Uh, it's not untouchable. It's not untouchable. I can't. You can't put. And and he said those five earlier, albums to me are untouchable. Where if I put another album across these five, it has to stand with them. And. And I can't think of another one that does. So, and I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna throw. I'm sure I'm missing one or two. I'm missing Butterfly by Mariah Carey. I know you. You. You said which ones? You said. You said. I you said, said well because she has four in the decade that are crazy. But, but Butterfly, Butterfly was the one. That's the that, one that stood out. It's that um the P Diddy shit I was kind of talking yeah, about. Yeah, but it was just like had, I was like. Eh. But there's a lot of stuff that's it's not, a lot of nonsense on that album. Yeah. <sighs> y'all, y'all, they gonna hate us for this, man. <laughs> <laughs> the '90s R&B, it's it's it. It's and look, nineties R and B at the beginning is singles heavy. Yeah, nineties is the best time for music. I yes, think. yes. I think you have the most influential artists. Yes, but I don't think you have classic joints coming out. Albums. Oh, I can't wait till this album. This yeah, I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait till this come out, motherfucker. This uh, is gonna be great. Yeah. All I right. mean, but I, this is where I would love to hear the ones I'm forgetting. Yeah, same here. So, I, yes, yes, please do. Please, tell and, us. And what, people what DM me up. all the time, dumbass albums, and I just be like, yo, shut the fuck up. Yeah, DM Clint and tell him all the <laughs> shit that I fucked up on. <laughs> all right, man. All right, so, Nick, yeah. we're telling the story of 90s R&B. Yes. It looks like we don't have seven albums to tell you. Which, to be truthful, Go ahead. doesn't that make it better? Because you're like, I don't have seven to give you. I really only have these five, five classics. classic albums, yes. I wish I could give you more. That's all I got. So if we're telling the story of 90s R&B and somebody asks me for five albums that you had to have, here's the list. No order. We got The Miseducation of Lauryn Hill. We got Crazy Sexy Cool. We got Brown Sugar. We got Baduism. And we got My Life by Mary J. Blige. As a matter of fact... I might be cool with throwing that Tony Braxton joint in there. I might be. I'm. 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 Cause I mean, I, we talked about it earlier. I might be good with throwing that Tony Braxton joint I in think there. I might and be I actually might be in. good with throwing that Wayne the XL joint in there. Let's throw him in. I'm good with that. Okay. I'm good with We're that. We're making the rules as we fly. I'm good with that. There's no. But let's be real though. But I don't think there's those no albums. men on. There's not a lot of men on this list. Men once won. Men you won shit in the nineties. Nineties R and B is dominated by women. Men won shit in the nineties. Are you no argument for me? How do all these songs come out? You know what I mean. Nineties R and B was dominated by women. Yeah, and we don't give them enough. I don't think it gets an. It don't, that doesn't get talked about enough. I yeah. think that we talk about R Kelly and Babyface and guys like, but. 90s R&B, when you really go back and think about it, yeah. women ran the 90s, bro. We're talking, and I'm talking all fast solo artists yeah. and groups. They were dominating the men. Yeah. I, the sad part is the men were still getting all the money. That's... A- Oh, y'all don't have that conversation. <laughs> y'all know what Nick does for a living? He's a manager. A lot of bad contracts. Nick is an artist manager, man. Uh, That's his. <laughs> a lot of real bad contracts in the 90s. Facts. 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 Damn. I ain't, we, we, yeah, that, wow. That's unfortunate. All right, Nick. 
I think we got somewhere today. I think because we I learned because I you know what as much as I hailed '90s R&B or much as we love it, I realized damn there weren't that many great that's what albums. I, did. I started throwing out stuff. I was like, oh, this was incredible, and you're like, no, nah. and I go, oh yeah, that was a it, lot of. It wasn't a lot of great albums. A lot in the of 90s. fluff in that. It was a lot of it was a lot of high powered singles. A lot of great. Artists, but it's only a few that really stand the fuck out. Yeah, I'm good with that. I'm good with that. I'm good with that. All right, y'all. Well, I mean, if I, you ain't hit Quinn up, let him know what you think. No, nigga, they gonna. Hit, I'm gonna tag you in these posts too. <laughs> no, right. I got block on mine. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Well, look, man, Nick. You know you always you always welcome to come on, bro. Much appreciate, man. Always Love you, Quinn. On, you man. always been cool with me. Uh, same here, man. Um. And uh, music is a love language. Yes, yes, yes. And also, man, I told y'all Nick was a manager. You know, don't don't be in his DMs like, yo, y'all need a man. If you need a manager, uh, I should know who you are by now. If I don't, you know what that. And on that note. <laughs> I just ruined everything. I love everybody. All my clients. I love you all. If you, it's so very funny. If you need a manager, I should know who you are by now. <laughs> Thank y'all for listening. Thank y'all for laughing. This podcast is over. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cut off? Ba da ba ba ba.